What up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of For the Culture Podcast, a soccer podcast for us, by us. Um, it's still the summer soccer going on. You know, your boys were taking time to handle some personal business. So we decided to drop another special episode for you guys. But I mean, there's been a lot going on these past uh, over this past couple weeks. So, you know, you got me here, Ringo. You got Grego here. Grego, what's going on, man? I'm still here. I'm still standing. I'm still alive. Hey, man, have you, have you been surviving this summer of soccer? There's been a lot going on, man. Bump this soccer. I'm trying to survive this damn heat, man. This, this shit is stupid. This wave is crazy. It, it's crazy going on right now. I'm shocked people are still playing. I, I don't get it, man. They need some hydration breaks on hydration breaks. I'm like, it's a good thing the home team plays in the dome because I'm like, Jesus, like, man, I can't. Mm-mm. Like, you call me bougie if you want to. I'm like, shit, that, that's just the fucking person. That's what's wrong with Atlanta fans, man. We bougie, but hey, man, we had we had some games. We had some games over. Uh, we played DC United this weekend. You and I were both there. I mean, yeah. we finally. I mean, we finally got it done, man. We finally conquered the, the Hamid. We finally did it. We finally did it, man. We broke them. We finally broke them. Atlanta United, we beat DC United at home 2-0. Thanks, um, to, thanks to Ringo's favorite player, PT Martinez. You talking about Breck Shea? R.I.P. Breck Shea? <laughs> <laughs> yo, yo, yo. Like, 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 we've been gone. Like, yo, like, like he blew his damn knee up, man. Like, yo. Right, so those of you who've been under rock, Breck Shea, my favorite player, is out for the rest of the season with an ACL injury. But what Greg goes pertaining to, man, PT Martinez finally got out of his uh, scoring slump, scored a beautiful header this weekend um, to seal the match against DC United. Um, uh, well, actually, he scored the first goal. Joseph scored the second goal. Um, yeah, that was absolute. He like he he sent that uh that penalty kick over to five points. Yeah, I you, you know like I said, like everyone always says, man, a penalty kick is like it's pretty much in the kicker's head if he's going to score or not. Goalkeepers rarely can stop him, so they can unfortunately that ice the hell out of Joseph. That was embarrassing, but you know the king, the king will he'll he'll get back in it. Yeah, I mean shit. If, if Ronaldo and Messi can miss one, Joseph can miss one. Ain't no big thing, man. It should happen to me. Luckily, you know, we we were we were able to break down DC and and finally get that dub on me. Like, no, Rooney wasn't there, but you know, hey, y'all you play y'all play with what you got. So yeah. we finally got that. Let me tell you, we talk about that heat. That heat got to Rooney. You know, it announced that Rooney needed to take a break from MLS because of the mental stress of MLS and the heat and fatigue going on in this season. I tell you what, folks talk about our league, man, but people got to take their vacations because they can't handle it over here, dude. <laughs> Shit, as hot as it was up in D.C., man, I don't blame them. Like, like, you're talking about like 112, 110. I'm like, it was so hot he flew back to England, man. That's how hot it was here. <laughs> he said, I can't man, do this. Man, man, listen, that 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 shit is not for the week, man. I like that's like keep keep me in, a, in an indoor stadium, shit. Fuck all that. All right. <laughs> but, uh, but yo, 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 hold on, hold on, hold on. But, but before we go into the 
episode, I, I just wanted to um, give a shout out to your boy, Zlatan, because he was talking mad shit last week. Mad shit. Okay. And honestly, big that's time players, big, big time players do big time things. But yeah. Man. Yeah. Zlatan, you know, El Trafico. LA Galaxy has our no- like has uh, LAFC's number like DC had our number for many years, man. For some reason yeah. LAFC cannot get it done against the Galaxy, man. Like yeah, it, man, it was because like the, the, the supporters, the supporters went over to um, over to Carson, came through in the fatigues and the camo. I was like, oh shit, it's about to get real. Hey, I'm like, it would have been real if they would have came in playing Pastor Troy. That's how I know they ain't yeah. real. They no plastic out there in LA. <laughs> <laughs> That's cold blooded, man. When I saw when I saw when I saw those videos, I said, if they ain't playing Pastor Troy, they ain't ready for war. And that's why they got beat. That's can why I, they got can beat. I the P? That's the P. That's the P. Facts, man. But hey, but Zlatan is the villain. Yo, know, like Zlatan, like like his his sound bites was like, yo, I'm a Ferrari amongst Fiats. He was like, I'm the king of MLS. I run LA. Like he was talking cash money shit, and he backed up, man. You you can't hate the man. But like in MLS, that's what we need, man. We need villains. People love villains in sports, man. Like you gotta love yeah. the hate, man. And you know, you know what type of what type of hat trick he did. Cause we're gonna talk about it in, in today's show. Yup. Hey, exactly. We're gonna mention it. We're gonna talk about it in this special episode, man. So, man, I hope you guys like this episode. Uh, it's a little something different, unlike our normal episodes. Let us know in the comments. Uh, hit us up on the socials at FTCUTD. So, hey, Grego, you wanna go ahead? Let's go ahead and get into it. Yeah. Hey, we'll be back before this episode. So like I said, we've been talking about doing some Q&As for a minute. We're going we're gonna to drop that in um, before, before we head out. But yeah, enjoy this episode. We'll be back in, in, in a quick bit. But like I said, let us know what you think. Like I said, we'll be back in a minute. Welcome to Soccer 101, a FTC. UTD game show where we're going to talk about the fundamentals of soccer. You had questions, we have answers. I'm your host with the most, Ringo. I have three special guests here today. I have Grego. I have Coach Tony. What's going on? And I have Rashad. Hello. Hey, welcome to the show, gentlemen. How are you? Good. Lovely. Cheers. <laughs> well, I am very happy to be here. <laughs> How about you? I'm Cherry. <laughs> So those of you, this is your first time checking out Soccer 101. This is a game show where we're going to talk about the fundamentals of the game. We're going to learn about a little bit of lingo in the sport. We're going to talk about a little soccer history. All right, so there's going to be three rounds. The first round. So all you have to do is raise your hand. I'll call your name. You guys ready? You ready? I suppose. All right. Let's get to it. Round one. Point. <laughs> round one is... The laws of the game. Really? We're cheering laws of the game? <laughs> so exhilarating. All right. Very important. Clearly they've never seen VAR. <laughs> All right. Who can explain the all-sides rule? Coach Tony. That is the ball, the offensive player who passes the ball, the teammate must be in line with or even to the last defender. 
That's correct. Ten points to Coach Tony. Jeez. <laughs> Does so, that count? <laughs> so, like he said, the offside, explain it again to those who are confused. So, if I have a teammate who has the ball and I am trying to pass it on to another teammate, they cannot go past the last offender unless they are in line with when the ball is played from that initial pass. That's good. That's good. It but is as soon as it comes off the foot. Off the foot, yes. This but is one of the toughest rules, I think, for beginners to understand. It is. Let, let me break it down for you in, in, a, in an American sports type, type of way. I, I think I did it in a, in a couple of weeks ago. So let's say you're Randy Moss. You get, you get Brett, Brett Favre passing the, uh, the ball. When Brett lets that pass go, Moss cannot be passed the last defender. So he can't be passed like the safety, the quarterback. He has to be at least equal or behind them. He can't be burning like, like he does. Like normally, he has to be at least equal. Otherwise, it's offside. And That's the it. line judge is drawing an imaginary line across the pitch. You cannot pass that line, which is the last defender. Do not pass go. And the goalkeeper does not count as the last defender. Does not. The goalkeeper. He or it. she. That's right. That's right. All right. Let's go to question two. What is a set piece? Tony again. <laughs> a set piece is a play that is derived from a dead ball situation. Like Another ten that. points. Like okay, Ken Jennings. <laughs> <laughs> I like how you put that. So a set piece occurs anytime there's a restart in play from a foul or a ball going out of play. Typically, these take place in the form of a corner kick, crosses from a free kick, or a direct shot from a free kick include penalties. A set piece allows attacking teams to be more reliable Put players into positions where they're more likely to score outside of the run of play. All right. Are we keeping points? We are. So this, is, this is not like uh, whose line is it anyway or anything like that. <laughs> it was generic points. I want to know if I'm winning or not, God damn it. You said I'm Wayne Brady. <laughs> You're up 20. <laughs> 20. Greco has nil. Rashad has nil. nil. All right. It's still a lot of game to be played left, gentlemen. I'm ready. That's what she said. Next question is, <laughs> that's what she said. Hey, Rashad, tell me more about yourself, man. <laughs> you stand up comedian. <laughs> <laughs> and we're moving on. <laughs> All right. You guys ready? Yes. This is a tough one. What is a professional foul? Coach Shoney. <laughs> a professional foul is a foul that is taken when it might interrupt the team's play when they're maybe counterattacking or to disrupt so your team can get back to get to defend. Yeah. Sorry. That we, we're going to hit someone steal. It was close. Go ahead. Does my buzzer work? Okay. <laughs> but uh, basically you're, you're, you're the last defender and you're trying to basically do anything you can to stop the, the attacker from having the free break it, uh, to go. You have something to shot. I, I will not like the challenge. That's right. <laughs> the last offender. It is a deliberate act. A foul plate intended to bring about an advantage for the perpetrating team. Professional fouls usually are committed to prevent opposing team from scoring. You were close. You were close. You said in the form of a But sentence. Greco now has <laughs> 10 points on the board. What is? <laughs> he said the what is. Damn it. <laughs> good job. Good job. Rashad, are you here? I'm here. You sure? I'm here. All right. Let's are go. We, are we watching white rapper YouTube? Is this <laughs> where you, 
That's a good quote. Appar- apparently so, yeah. <laughs> well, the culture. Watch it. <laughs> White rapper YouTube. Culture appropriation of- right here. Here we go. How we do. A little logic for our logic. All right, next right, question. Now. See what you did there. Next question. You guys ready? Yes. What does the term cap mean, and why is it called a cap? Rashad. Dang it. A cap is As a... As you're wearing a cap. A cap is not what I'm wearing on my head, but um, a cap is an appearance in said match. So if I'm on the starting 11 and I am on the field as the ball is kicked off, it is a cap. It's close. It's close, but there's something we're looking for. The judges say that's not what it is. Not enough. Who can steal? So can you ask the whole question again, please? What does the term cap mean, and why is it called a cap? Grego! I think, I think my buzz is broken. But uh, a, a cap is, is basically a national team appearance uh, where you, whether you start, whether you su- uh, sub, and it's, it all counts the same as, as a cap uh, for your national team. And why it's called a cap? Because they, they used to wear caps back in the day, and it looks kind of goofy and like like a like a has tassels on, on the top, and looks like a like a, like a beat up Kango hat. That's correct. The term dates back to practice all the way back to the 1800s. In the UK, used to award caps to players that per, performed for their international team in matches. So because there were no uniforms on the there were no numbers on the uniforms. They differentiated players by they wore hats, so they get a special different that with the flares and stuff like that on top of their cap to symbolize they played for their national team. They I'm all about flair. That's right. Give that man some bonus Give my chest with the dip. I should ask that. Till this day. That's it. So, Greg has 20. Tony has 20. Shot. Five. I'm catching up, baby. Well, you asked the question, but you didn't but say. I mean, come on. It, hey, there's chances for bonuses. Okay. All right? Hey. Don't don't argue. This is America. We want extra points. Okay. Don't argue. All the chips with okay? the dip. Yes. <laughs> I know I'm the, I'm, the, I'm the bad guy in this. I know. Say All right. I'm Killmonger up in this piece. Next question. What is a fixture? Tony. It is a scheduled game. That's correct. Black people. All right. What is a false nine? Tony. (laughs) A false nine is a position where it's someone who is an attacking player but hides behind – not hide, but they are behind the actual nine. So they seem like they might be a nine as far as like the striker. But they are behind that player, so they serve as a false nine. To your coach, how confident are you? I'm totally confident. Final answer? Final. That is correct. A false nine is a decoy center forward, deliberately to distract defenders. Good job. Hey, you guys. Hey, Grego, are you here? Always here. Huh? Always here. He's here. He's got points. All right. Well, ladies and gentlemen. Tony won the first round, but it's all right. There's two more rounds to play on soccer. One. 
Time you get one correct, it's worth 20 points. All right, okay. So, Rashad, you can still come back at this. You got zero that's right, right now. That's right. right. Hey, don't tell me. <laughs> <laughs> this show is for the world, it's for the culture. All right, so round two is about soccer lingo. This round is talking about things you guys hear commentators say, you guys hear it within the terraces. So, we're gonna try to shed some light to some of these things that are said around the beautiful I feel game. Like this is shots around. Sure. Maybe. You guys. Or Grego. Grego. Grego yeah. I think it might be Grego. All right. You guys it's ready? ready? It's Grego. It's Grego. <laughs> the first one. They come at my neck already, man. <laughs> Greg, why do they come at your neck? Tell, tell us about yourself. You know, I'm just big and black, man. You know, I just try to do my thing, man. You know? Is it your prerogative? Always. Big oh, and I wonder black. why is it. Why is it his prerogative? Because it's for the culture. It's for the culture. <laughs> Didn't someone have a song called My Prerogative? Yes, there was. And I'm not talking about Britney Spears. <laughs> <laughs> Same initials. Oh. Same initials. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you guys ready to go down to Where does the name soccer come from? Rashad. Ah. Soccer is actually an English term. What? If I'm correct. Even though they like to joke about soccer not being called football, at least us Americans calling it soccer and not football, it's actually an English term. That's true. Can, can you elaborate some more to get the 20 points? I'll, I'll let you do the service. That's correct. That is correct. The term soccer dates all the way back to Britain about 200 years ago. Well, what he said. So the game was originally always has been called football. It has always been called football. When but some college students got together and started to add a little bit more rules to the game. So they broke up the football into two different branches. There was associate association football and there was football rugby, which they created. It is a known fact though. It's very interesting. That in England, they used the term soccer all the way up until about the 1960s, between 1960 and 1980, around the, uh, the advent of the NASL. So to differentiate themselves from these new Americans that didn't understand the sport, every commentator, every person in Britain started to recall it football, and they stopped calling it soccer in mm-hmm. the 80s. So when you have a Euro snob tell you, it's called football, not soccer. Tell them to suck a fat one. From it's, the back. It's, from it's, the back. From the back. It's been, it's been called soccer for like 200 years. That generation is not dead, by the way. No, <laughs> they're not. They are not. alive they're and well. They're um, Shit, I forgot what I was going to say. Fuck it. Continue. <laughs> All right. Next question. You guys ready? Yes, sir. I guess. What is it called? When a player scores twice. Think. I think that was Rashad. No! Oh, horse shit! <laughs> Excuse me, sir. I'm going to security. Rashad, you got it. Oh, my God. That's horse shit. It's erroneous. I believe it's called. All accounts. It's called a brace? 
That's correct. Why? Why? Why, Rashad? Rashad? Yep. Why is it called a brace, Here Rashad? Here we go. For, for a bonus 20 points, why is it called bonus a brace? 20 points? It's actually two. There's, there's, a, there's a legend. There's two paths you can go. The name is for brace. Six seconds for the goalkeeper to hold it. Tony, yeah, for the steal. A brace is called a brace because when you score two goals and you're marking off on a score sheet, it's literally tally marks. So it's one, two, and then for the third goal, you have a crossover. So it braces that third goal up. That's so weird. That's so weird. That is one reason. I'll give you that. I'll give you your bonus points. We'll give you ten extra bonus points for that. Another reason why it's called a brace, it actually goes back to the old English hunting term. It means for two. So it's a term used for when you gra- when you go out and you hunt birds, you come back with two pheasants. A brace of pheasants. Also, in France, brace comes from the term embrace with two arms. So you have two. So that's where the term that's brace is. What if you have three arms? What if you have three arms? Three arms? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Can you brace with one? Because <laughs> you brace with what? Brace why why did that remind me about this, this Kevin Hart joke? Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> Take points away. So <laughs> <laughs> oh, I just power up. You just powered up. I just powered up. Tony just <laughs> all out. No, you need to. The, the, He's on fire. Where's where that? Where's that? Move, Saka Locker. All right. Here's the next question. What is a nutmeg? Tony. Mm. When you put the ball between the defender's legs. That is correct. Or between their brace or between their wickets, however you want to or say it. Or when you put them on and one. Oh, 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 oh. Or you break their ankles. Oh, oh baby. Oh. Good job. So the, to- the, the, the coin, the term was coined in 1940s, describing a skill of placing a ball between opponent's legs before receiving it on the other side, or intended suggestion by Alex Lean's book, Over the Moon, Brian, the language of football, the nutmeg actually goes back to the uh, the, the trade between England and uh, America. So it actually means to make foolish or to uh, deceive someone. So American um, vendors and merchants trade, used yeah. to send... Uh, nutmeg over to England, but they would think they would get a full bag, but they would fill the bottom of the bag with wood chips, and the top would be with nutmegs in there, so they would get full price and the trick it. Oh, they so, probably get half. Yeah, for yeah they would get half. So that's where the term nutmeg it comes from. Either one of those. That sounds familiar. Aha. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Nutmeg. I can. I what can do you know? You're a bunch of bastards. Activity. <laughs> All right. What is a howler? What activity are you talking? <laughs> 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 you distracted me with wire references right now. <laughs> Gregor, what is a howler? It's a a long shot that in, that results in a goal. No, sir. Is when a shot is taken on a goalkeeper and it's should be easily saved, but a goalkeeper misses it. Judges. Close. It's close. Come on, man. The judges are looking for. We polled a hundred people. 
is uh, hold your mama, man. <laughs> is a howler a gold made off a set piece? No points in that round. So it's a particularly terrible piece of play, usually due to a mistake by a single player. A howler is not incurred through a bad luck or even poor play, but rather through absolute amateurish hopelessness. How is that different from what I said? Because you were talking about scoring on someone. We, we didn't ask how it happens. We said, what is a howler? Okay? We have to listen. Okay? That's a very fun oh, word. All right? Gosh. Oh, VAR. Come on. Jackie's on VAR on this. VAR. Okay. VAR. Next question, you guys. Ready? What's the point count? Point count. You don't even know. No, I do know. It's 60, 40, <laughs> 20. Hold on. <laughs> what? You haven't answered anything this round. Balderdash. <laughs> oh, it is double points. This is double points. Balderdash. All right, but it's okay, Grego. You can catch up to Rashad right now with this question. Are you ready? Okay. <laughs> what does the term park the bus mean? Tony, you gotta be quick with those fingers, buddy. As a tactic, as a team, when you want to put as many players as you can behind the ball, basically in the box in front of the goal to prevent the other team from scoring. That's correct, That's ladies and gentlemen. It is an ultra defensive play where basically a team is either. They have no hope of winning, or they're trying to protect the lead. Or as Italians call it, soccer. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) He made a funny. (laughs) (laughs) What's up? What sound effects are fucking up? (laughs) All right. What is a Derby or Darby? Grego! It is a local rivalry with your, lo- I guess, your most hated rival. John. I'm back! I think you need a little bit more specific, though, if you want. That's it. I think he... You got 80, 40, 40. For, for 20 bonus points. Mm-hmm. Can someone tell me the two cities, two towns that held the first known derby in history. That's me. <laughs> yes, that's you. Uh, I'm going to go with London and Liverpool. It's alright. It's the, the... Go ahead. I'm going to go Wimbledon. Charlton. Not well known, gentlemen. That's what I'm saying. Well then Charlton. <laughs> it's not. You guys ready? This is this is before association football, yeah. gentlemen. This is before there were team teams. Okay, these are towns. Shot? Hey, go ahead. Alright. It was a, it was a, it was a small town called All Saints and St. Peter in seventeen thirty one. The hell? They all exactly. That's a good year. <laughs> they, a good year. They all men over the age of eighteen participated in this game. They had to move the ball from one town to the other 
the mayor of uh, of St. Peter tried to stop the game. He couldn't stop it. The game happened for the basically the next 20 years until they started getting the military involved to stop people from doing it. Because it, it, it was essentially these giant-ass brawls between two yeah, fucking towns. Was like a, a it, was, it was a blood sport. No, seriously, soccer <laughs> began was absolutely brutal. It was crazy. That's why you people had to... remember where you were? It was in the 1700s? 1731. Oh, let's see. I think I was working the street. Um, yeah, I, I was serving red caps. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, I had two for fives going. Okay. So what's a red cap? Uh, you know, it's a, it's a treat. It's a treat. I was on the other side, and I had the purple ones. <laughs> <laughs> All right. He had garbage over there. Got it. <laughs> All right. You, you gentlemen's ready? A1 Always. <laughs> A1. All right. So, currently, the score is... 80? Mm-hmm. Oh, God. <laughs> Forty. We didn't get no Hennessy this time. We didn't get. We get no Hennessy. All right. What is a hat trick? Tony. Three goals scored Hats by one player. That's correct. By one oh, player. That's, that's important. You almost messed that's up. Important. Hold on. Jesus. Fuck that. <laughs> You're right. That's correct. For bonus points, I actually this is I never heard this term before. Mm. What is a perfect hat trick? Uh, a goal scored off your head and both feet. Good job. Man, man, some points. Extra 10 bonus points to you. Good job. Do you know about how to do the Maradona juggle? With one, with one foot? Is it cocaine? <laughs> right foot, left foot, right knee, left knee. Does he even use his left, uh, his, his right foot? It doesn't matter. As as <laughs> right shoulder, left shoulder, head. So... This is this is also new to me. Due to its tradition in the game that a player who scores a hat trick receives a match ball right. as a symbolic memento. Yeah. Because how rare it is to achieve a hat trick in the game. Supposedly, oh, unless Supposedly. you're Ronaldo or Messi. Do you got in eighteen fifty eight in English cricket was the first known record of a hat trick where some guy got three rickets. And know. somewhere that game is still it's going on wicked. as we speak. <laughs> wickets. It's wickets. Wickets. Pretty <laughs> sure it's wickets. Little, little wickets. note. <laughs> another little known fact is that game is still going on right now. Right now. Cricket. Exactly. As long as cricket goes on, good gosh. All right, gentlemen, you guys did well. Wait, wait, wait. So what's my count now? Tony has 100 now. 100 points. 100. Century point. You have 50. Shot has 40. Don't I get a customized jersey for him in Century Mart? You already got one, man. No, you got like two. saying 100. Good job. All right, gentlemen. Round three. Is this the final round? That sounds like money. Money round. Bonus ball. Bring me my money. Gentlemen, money ball. this is tough. These ones are worth three times the points. Okay. You guys got to do the math. <laughs> three times round one point three times one points. yeah first round or it's triple 30 points. So 30, 30 points, points? Okay. 30 okay. points. Okay. alright you guys okay. ready okay the first world cup tournament was played in 1930 in what country Grego uh Uruguay Uruguay correct take off Greg. Uruguay defeated Argentina 4-2 in front of a crowd of 68,000 people that's all become the first nation to win the world cup mm. Next question. What country was the first to host the World Cup tournament twice? Grego. Mexico. Correct. 
Grego came to play in the third quarter, ladies and gentlemen. He is balling out. Mexico held the World Cup in 1970 and 1986. Fun fact, Mexico has never won a World Cup, despite to be such a huge football nation. Other little known fact, the original 86 host was supposed to be Colombia. Cocaina. <laughs> Good job, Grego. We know what was going on at that time. We, we all see the narcos. <laughs> you guys ready? Next Always. question. <laughs> <laughs> what is going on? I don't know what you guys are watching. It's a YouTube oh, video with Saturday Night Live. We're waiting on the next, next question. You guys ready? Always. Yes, we are. What was the hand of God? Tony. Diego Maradona scoring with his hand and making it seem like he headed the ball into the goal. Correct. Goal scored by Diego Maradona in the 1986 World Cup hosted in Mexico City, Mexico. Mexico? Mexico. Mexico. It's like Colorado. Put that on the like Colorado. Colorado. There's an O at the end, not an A. Is it a real Colorado Stewart? Mexico. Colorado. It's kind of funny. You guys are comedians. Huh? <laughs> Catches every Thursday. All right, I got the soundboard. All right. What year did MLS start? Who won the first MLS Cup? Grego. I go, motherfucker. I heard him No. Ninety-six, DC United. That is some bullshit. This game is culturally biased. I guess. I guess. This game is culturally biased. I quit. Correct, Grego. I watched DC that game. United beat LA Galaxy 3-2 Next time. in Foxborough. A nasty-ass Foxborough. That, that game was a mess. All right, you guys ready? I remember like it was yesterday. What year did the U.S. women's national team first win the World Cup? Grego. 1991. Correct. For bonus points, <laughs> who did they play? In, the, in 91, Norway. Grego has come to play, ladies and gentlemen. Tony, it's okay. <laughs> See, Tony started off fast. You know, but you know what they say about fast pumpers. <laughs> hey, I am that's, a sprinter. That's, <laughs> that's correct. The Women's World Cup was held in '91 in China, where the USA beat. Norway two to one. Mm-hmm. Next question. Oh, oh, that was that was the end of the bonus round. <laughs> Some bullshit, man. <laughs> you guys ready? This game is cold. What's the score, man? I should be leading. I think he's winning. No, this is a bullshit. He picked up ninety points in that round. <laughs> like a boss. <laughs> All right, it's cool. It's cool. This, this game is, is culturally this biased. This is the ball. So, hey. It's culturally biased. Greg won round three. This round here, there's two questions. Okay? okay. Whoever gets them right. It's 200 points. That's a whole lot of points. Oh. <laughs> and a shot at your mama. <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I would just love to have leopard print. I'd be good to go. Leopard. 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 See, y'all trying to get somebody in trouble. <laughs> oh, 
We back. We back. Tony's cheating. Tony's <laughs> cheating. That's the bullshit. Hey, it's good. You know what? Hey, he's good at the game. But you guys, man, let's see who's going to wrap it up at the end. We're going to go into the final round into this. Before we go into the final round, man, let's talk about some Q&A, man. We got a, uh, we got a question from our homie, our homie from the hometown, VA. Um, big, yeah. big E, Big Yogi. Big E. Big. He was a guest host on a, a previous episode. Uh, follow him at River City 93 but uh, you want to go ahead and get to the first question? Yeah, man. Uh, yeah, first question here is uh, which player in U.S. soccer do you see being the Raheem Sterling and standing up or, or calling out racism? Uh, yeah, go ahead. So honestly, so personally, I feel like, you know, the women, you know, they did their thing. So, of course, the person I'm going to go with is Megan Rapino. I think she has another two to three years in her. And as long as uh, Trumpito's in office, she ain't going to get zero fucks about telling him and the other racists in America how she really feel. So honestly, Megan Rapinoe is U.S. soccer's cat, like 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 cat Raheem Sterling, man. She's the one that's like actually being vocal. Unfortunately, the, our men, you know, they ain't really holding it down like they should be doing. Yeah. Like it's, it's, it's weird because like I don't know if it's just, you know. It's like you really don't have any outspoken men's America players like at all. Like Jermaine Jones didn't really get outspoken to like till pretty much he was like out the door. And it's yeah. like it's like when you're in it, it's like you just you just kind of like keep your head down and just, you know, hope hold mass. Don't, don't say nothing, man. It's, 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 it's kind of bizarre. Like when you think about it. Yeah. But it's, um, it's sad. Yeah. You know, it's really sad. Hopefully some of the younger guys step up and be a little more vocal. But, you know, like how coach coach is always saying the country club, man, you get shut out the country club so fast. You know, we, we started off talking about Bill Hamid, you know, like he's one of the best keepers in the U.S. system. He's getting overlooked because he's vocal. Yeah. So I guess it's but true, man. It's crazy. So, it's absolutely um, crazy. man. Like, hopefully, you know, you know, we're we're in a we're in a period right now where I think that you know it's it's like how do you just just stay silent like with everything going on like not just you know and not even just with everything going on with uh, forty five and every, you know rights but like just shit's going on in in U.S. soccer right now because like you had uh Claudio Arena coming out talking about uh, like you know like we hit it stop. You know, act like we all high and mighty and, 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 and do some work. You know, like like we over here thinking that, you know, everything's – despite everything that happened last year with, with and two years ago missing out in the World Cup, it's still – people acting like, you know, everything's cool. It's like, no, like we got we got real shit to worry about. Like we you – know, we came close to winning the Gold Cup, but we didn't. And, you know, like I said, there's, there's still a lot that still needs to be addressed as far as with MLS – American soccer, the national team, like, you know, like I said, it, it's, it's, it's tricky, but at the same time, people need to, need to step up. It's, it's as simple as that. Um, but, um, but yeah. Oh, so, so Yogi did ask this question. It's about like, are we ever going to do a live show with a United game? Now, if United ever let us do one inside the stadium, that'd be dope as shit. Uh, the closest thing that we, that we might be able to do is like do like what we did last year is, uh, and do one at tailgate. 
Um, I think right now, like, uh, of course, you know, I got to check with, with Papa Ringo's schedule, uh, you know, with the daddies and everything and make sure that, you know, we, we can actually get it done on the third. Um, again, actually, when, when Ebra and, and the Galaxy come here, you know, like, so that should actually be a pretty big game. Um, but yeah, like, doing it inside the stadium, like, shit. Especially when you inside the, the supporter section, shit, that's just damn near impossible. Fuck, no, no. <laughs> yeah, so to answer that question, we, we're going to be, like, in the game adjacent. We'll be there. We'll be on live on scene. But we're trying to do more episodes at Atlanta United Games. And, we're like, we've been saying, we're trying to get out here and travel, see what the culture's like elsewhere. So look, be on the lookout. Yeah. We, we got some stuff planned for this fall. So hopefully it'll fall through. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like I said, we want to make this a regular thing, you know, so make sure, you know, each week, um, you know, whether it's on Twitter, IG, Facebook, just give us the hashtag culture cues and, you know, we'll we'll pick we'll pick them at random. And as they come in, we'll we'll talk to you. Like I said, we want to make we want to make this thing more interactive with you guys. So, uh, yeah, definitely uh, uh, give us a shout. I know we got a uh, LAFC. The um, the home team goes out to LAFC like that. I'm pissed as shit that I'm not that I'm not able to make it out there. But, but shout out to shout out to, uh, to everyone Nelly out there. I know y'all been it's, it's been a tough week for y'all. But like I said, you know I, I know y'all been holding it down. But um, but yeah, you know, in the meantime, in between time, like I said, you know, uh, keep supporting. Uh, oh, before I forget. Shout out to Robbie Lau and troops of Arsenal Fan TV. They came came through um, this past Sunday. They came down for the DC United game. Got a chance to chop it up with them after the game. Yo, for them to be Arsenal guys, they're cool as fuck. I ain't gonna lie. You know, like, yeah, like they seem they seem dope, man. I saw you guys flick it up. Y'all check out the social, man. You see Grego, you know the mayor of STC UTD, flicked it up with Arsenal <laughs> Fan TV. So man, yeah. pretty cool, man. Pretty cool stuff. Yeah, we got a chance to, you know, talk to them. We gave our insight on on our homies on channel, um, Lane at a fan TV. And uh yeah, like I said, it was it was it was a dope time, you know. Uh, uh Jay Riddle and uh Tanner McLeod, they they were actually up in Charlotte uh, for their Arsenal game up there and just off a of whim, they got the got those guys, troops and uh, Robbie to come down here uh to the uh, to the uh, DC game, and actually right now they're actually in DC right now because uh, Arsenal uh, is playing Real Madrid uh, up in uh, up in FedEx Field. Have you ever been? Have you ever been in that stadium? Yeah, it, it's really it's nice. It's big. It's perfect. No, oh, it's a it's a it's a sweat box. No, it, no, it's no, not, no. It, it's I, honestly I think it's a good field, man. You know, it it, it it's a sweat box. <laughs> have you ever been there? Lie. I'll try to tell you, it, it will take years off your life. First of all, you you got to walk a mile from from the metro station, it's, and yeah, uh, I said like hey, maybe it's better maybe it's better come come November. Maybe it's better come November, like when the, when the weather cools down. But bruh, summertime shit. I said, hey, you can call me bougie if you want to. Like I said, that, mm. here you super bougie because this is a good stadium. <laughs> hey, that, let's, that I'm gonna say, man, let's get back into the game show. I know people are anticipating to see who wins this thing. So, uh, man, we'll see. We'll t- see you guys next week, man. When we we get back into it.
Yeah, I said catch it on FTC UTD. Make sure you check out the gear. Uh, we're actually, uh, anybody who's uh, been checking out our name sets, we're going to have them available online now. So you want to uh, get what you need. Like I said, we got what you need. So yeah, FTC UTD.myshopify.com. As always, hit us on the socials. The coach is real, the coach is everywhere. Like I said, like, we, we out here, man. Like, seriously. <laughs> All right, we're back, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> we are now in the bonus round. <laughs> the leopard, the leopard. Are you guys ready? Always. No more locked doors. <laughs> now, to win this, you have to get both answers correct. All right? Mm-hmm. Just wish I had some whiteboards to make it better. Soccer 202s, we're going to have props. Okay. All right. What does the term the mixer mean when it comes to the game of soccer? Hmm. This is a tough one. This is, this is why it's part of the bonus round. Let you guys think on it. All right, since no one had an answer, we're gonna go. We're gonna go contestant by contestant. Who has the closest answer? We'll deliberate with the judges. And we'll go from is there. Is this Final Jeopardy, basically? This is Final Jeopardy. Oh shit. Oh. Yeah, that's so, what I said. I wish I had a whiteboard. So write it. <laughs> All right. So the term, the mixer. Yeah, yeah. Can you use mixer in a, in a sentence? <laughs> What's the etymology? So, Newcastle was down 2-1 in the 89th minute. Somehow, a player... Needs to serve the ball into the mixer. Uh, the 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 goal. Tony, it is a spot probably around the sweet spot of the six-yard oh. box PK area. Um, basically making it like a no man zone for a goalkeeper. And also making it so it's a sweet spot for on attacking players to come in and try to score a ball. Rashad. I don't want to challenge that answer. Rashad, you have to challenge. <laughs> challenge. We didn't fly you from Atlanta <laughs> to this show. I got flued out. <laughs> you got flued out. You don't take the lead 25. <laughs> you that guy to come to Jeffrey just to be on the show. Teddy doesn't leave outside <laughs> 25. Reason I'm not challenging it because I believe his answer is correct. But there's there's a little something more that you could say that could win. Stop looking on your phone, Greg O'Shea. He's already answered. He's, he's already answered. He's, he's, he's already he answered. Can't, he can't. He can't that method, the man. answer. He's been on his phone the whole fucking time. And I'm still winning. All right, so Rashad, exactly. are you, you choose not the answer. I choose not to answer. All right. I know what I want. So based on the two people that answered. Tony, you get it correct. It's crossing the ball into the box in hopes that one of your players can score. The phrase is often used when a team is desperate, perhaps unskilled, and lack technical plan. Their only hope is to hit the ball towards an imposing goal and hope someone scores. You are more likely to hear the phrase described in the last part of the game when one team is desperate to try to either score or equalize a game. That is the term, the mixer. I don't think I could have said it any better. <laughs> <laughs> well, he could have said it any better. 
like Shad. Yeah. That's why I like Shad. Yeah. Fucks with Shad. All right. Next bonus question. How many points did I get for that? A whole lot. You got 100 points. Okay. Just make sure. Oh, okay. Explain what the soccer numbers mean. Well, we're going to go each person. Whoever gets okay. the answer the closest correct wins. Go ahead. Bobby? Okay. Yeah. Uh, the soccer numbers are the original way uh, jersey numbers were, were distributed out. Uh, basically, based on your position. So, like a... Can, a, you, can you name them all? I believe so. Uh, number one is a, is a keeper. Uh, two, three, four, and five are uh, defense. Uh, the three and five, I believe, are fullbacks. Uh, six is a defensive midfielder. Seven uh, is a winger. Eight's a midfielder. Nine's a striker. Ten is an attacking midfielder. Totally and, and, and eleven and eleven is um uh, uh the left winger. If I'm mistaken. He's close. So originally when formations came out, <clears throat> the reason why they gave them numbers is because formations actually were straight lines across. And so when they actually use it tactically, it was because they actually were starting to have three rows of formations. And so, as Grego pointed out, those numbers were given out. And he was right with one being a goalkeeper. And two, three, four, and five were as far as the back line. Now, two was more of a center back as well. Three, more of his left back. Four and five could be the right back. Six is a defensive mid, usually. But now, that wasn't even back then. That's more relevant now as opposed to back then. Uh, eight as well, too. Also played in the center. Um, nine is a striker, as he pointed out as well. Ten is a center mid, usually. Eleven, right mid. Seven, left mid. Rashad, he's close, but no cigar. Close, but no cigar. What? Are you serious? I'm serious. I'm serious as cancer. <laughs> That's pretty damn serious. This is you guys are close. You guys are close. You're in the curse you, of going last. Yeah. Because what they said would have been something remotely close to what I would have said. I don't know what I could add in there. But um, everything again, is right what they were saying. It's just some of the numbering. Some a little of off of the true positions. Bullshit. Two is right. Three is left. Sorry. Two is right back. Three. You is can't right. go back. You can't back. All you can do is, is fix that. Two is right back. Two He's is not right about back. it. Two is right back. I messed up. Two is right back. Yeah. You two were, is right back. You said two is center back. I was like, I don't know what I was thinking. I, think I, I was like, wait a minute. Two is right back. I'm so sorry. Are y'all on the same team? Like, we are not on the same team. No. That that's right. It's it's too close. We're gonna split the difference of points amongst you three. Sorry, uh, sorry, gentlemen. So we're getting what thirty three points each. Thirty three points each. And a third. Yeah, thirty three and a third. Okay, awesome. That's right. So for those that are listening, the, the everyone was right where they said there was original formation. The the original formation of soccer was a, a four three three, old school. Suck at your back. <laughs> old school playing style. So a six is a defensive midfielder, seven is a right wing, 11 is a left winger, two is a right back, three is a left back, four and five are center backs, 
Eight is the box-to-box midfielder. Nine is your striker. And number ten was your creative midfielder. That's what I said. (laughs) Well, gentlemen, that was the end of Soccer 101. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening to this bonus episode of For the Culture Podcast. I hope you learned something new today. Um, is there any, any anything else you guys... Motherfucker, in- who won? Who won? Who won? The mixer won. That's <laughs> one. Yeah, yeah. The mixer broke y'all. <laughs> <laughs> what y'all think, man? Soccer, there's so much to this game that we know about. No! You need... The, the you coach, won! The you won! Okay? You won! You won, Ralph! Okay? <laughs> Gosh, you run, Ralph. I got my seat. And tell him what he won. Tell him what he won. What did I win, damn it? You got three shots at the tilt and kill. (laughs) Three shots at the tilt and kill. Pull up. (laughs) 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 Well, ladies and gentlemen, if you like this episode of Soccer 101 and you guys want us to do a Soccer 201, Send us your questions at FTC UTD on the socials so we can compile them together and put together another game show style episode. Or we may just do a long form discussion like we usually do our type of shows. Maybe we do it like Jeopardy style next time. Mm-hmm. We actually have a host and TV cameras and shit. Yeah, we got to put the cameras on this next time. Yeah, that's cool. We'll get the cameras Shout together. Shout out to the Throwback Jeopardy Saturday Night Live <laughs> playing in the background. <laughs> Second Trebek. That's where that came from. <laughs> well, for Ringo, Grego, Coach Tony, Rashad, this is for the culture, man. We'll catch y'all next week, you know. You got anything else, Tony? Like, Are, are, you, are you satisfied now? Wrap that shit up. Let's go. We'll catch y'all next week. The coaches everywhere, and we out. We out. Used to carry all the groceries in one trip. Simply made it made gone in one sip. Step on my chip, step on my chick to get my lip on. Used to carry all the groceries in one trip. Simply made it make on in one sip. Too much step on my chip, step on my chick to get my lip on. Traffic, traffic, looking for my chapstick. Big star Patrick, haircut look like Brad Pitt. Five star hotel, doorman look like Feel like jazz, man. Make her feel like, make her feel like jazz. Make me feel like I choose you, like I'm ash. Take me to the box, band of cool, let me crash. Ooh, make me sleep, make me dream, make me snore. Then wake me up, baby, I'ma need support. Thank you, Lord. Remember eating dinner, kitchen drawers full of sporks. I was always wanna try to go over my ants. Sugar in the refrigerator right next to the dance I would make the Kool-Aid, then gon' make a cooler dance Since I was a shorty nigga, always wore the pants